Good morning from Thailand. Praise the Lord. I'm so thankful that the Lord meets us where we are. (laughs) I'm wrapping up my prayer time, so it might take me a minute here to get my voice and bearings. God is so good. (laughs) Hallelujah, Jesus. (laughs) Thank you, Jesus. thought I got all my nose blowing and everything out of the way. (laughs) Today, we're going to talk about getting to know Jesus. He's so faithful. He's so faithful. Of course, travel is hard on your body. And so, um, I'm not surprised that I woke up this morning not feeling great. I didn't go to bed last night not feeling great, which is a great big no-da just after 30 hours of travel. (laughs) But when you need him so desperately, you just, you need him to touch your body. You need him to give you confidence. (laughs) Oh, he is so present. He is so present. (laughs) He is so present. Hallelujah, Jesus. Hallelujah, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. Um, you know, as you are getting to know the Lord, there are, it's so fluid. You know, I would like for this instruction and this insight of getting to know the Lord to be A, B, C, one, two, three. You do this, and then you do this, and then you do this, and this is the magic door. But because getting to know the Lord is so fluid, it's so real, it's it's every bit as real as every relationship you walk deeper into you know your relationship with your children and your spouse and your parents and your closest friends those are going to be deeper than your relationship with your coworkers 
um, they're going to be different things that you know about your coworkers, the way you work with your coworkers. Those are different than the closer, closer relationships. The closer a relationship gets, the the stickier it gets the the more respectful you have to get the more purposeful you have to get and you realize that when you're in a deeper more intimate relationship then sometimes you get very caught up in the intimacies of the relationship and you may let the fellowship aspects of the relationship uh, wane and then you realize oh we've not been just fellowshipping we've been so wrapped up in the passion that we've not been fellowshipping and so then you've got to be very purposeful to up your fellowship involvement or maybe you've been so involved in fellowship that you've not given them the deep parts of you you've your your work you've been wrestling with in your own mind or or one of your other relationships you've been wrestling with and you've been keeping that quiet and just within yourself and not necessarily trying to hide it but you've just been working on it yourself and then you realize this person is missing a part of me and they're they're feeling uh, kind of locked out because I've not remembered to share the internal parts of me. So then you go into that and oh, the relationship is, is not just ABC. And we have got to remember that our relationship with the Lord is the same way. It's not going to be this cut and dry it's there are layers upon layers and the more you get to know the Lord and you allow the Lord to you invite the Lord to get to know you of course the Lord knows the secret parts of us he knows parts of us that we do not even know and that area of our relationship with God is even is more akin to a parent and a child a parent knows more about the child than the child knows about themselves Uh, a a parent knows what's going to trigger a child's temper you know a, a parent knows the reason the child is is acting out is is being more uh whiny and and frustrated and can't find pieces is because they need a nap and the child may say you know i'm at disney world i don't want to take a nap or i'm out here playing at the water park with my friends i don't want to take a nap but they're they're not even able to enjoy the goodness because they need something that they don't know they need and the parent knows they need it and that is also akin to our right relationship with the lord so i'm going to go through some things that i hope will give you as you grow in god insight 
And maybe some of these are things that you already know. Maybe you've been living for the Lord for a long time and you already know these things, but this is maybe going to remind you, oh, I've let that part of my relationship kind of be sidelined and I need to pick that up and renew that. Or maybe you're new to walking with the Lord and are unaware that there are these other areas to get to know the Lord in. But uh, in John chapter 10, verse 38, Jesus says, But if I do, though ye believe not me, believe the works, that ye may know and believe that the Father is in me and I in him. Often, one of the first things that we get to know about God is his works. It's one of the ways he likes to introduce himself. He he will woo you by showing you his hand, maybe in helping you heal emotionally or Maybe you come to him in a financial situation. You need God to work quickly in that. Or, or maybe you're in a moving situation. You need a home or, or a job transfer or hours change. Or, and it just seems impossible by your hand. And you, you, the way God introduced himself to you was by his works. He does that all the time. He he shows his presence by saying, "See, I I can I can do that for you." He gets to he introduces himself to you by wooing you by what he can do for you. Like, "See, I I can I can work in this situation for you." And and Sometimes, if that's the only level we get to know God in, then we spend our level of relationship with God like he's a fairy godmother. And the only time we we come to him, the only time we get to know him is when, when we need a Christmas present. Like, I need Christmas today, God. <laughs> and, and God will. God will. He says, you have not because you ask not. And so as soon as you bring yourself back to him, God, this is what I'm needing. You know, I'm dealing with this with my kids or with my health or with my job. He will absolutely, he'll be your superhero. He'll come in, he'll heal, he'll deliver. But you know from being a, a friend or a wife or a mom or a leader or whatever roles you play in life when the only time people come to you is when they need something that gets thin after a while and you come to a place where you you realize you recognize the only real relationship we're working in here is when I give them something and if you want a deeper relationship with that person, you start recognizing, yeah, they're not, they're not really growing this relationship. All they're doing is, is wanting stuff from me. <laughs> 
And, you know, for a time period, that's okay. That's what you do for your kids 100% of the time until they start learning to hold a cup on their own and then they start learning how to get the ice dispenser on their own and then get their drink on their own. You'll do that for years. You will 100%. But there does come a place where the child starts giving back in the relationship. My children are now uh, 23 and 25. And um, I start feeling, you know, used when when they forget to take out the trash or vacuum the house or, you know, contribute in that way. <laughs> it's like, no, this isn't about me serving you anymore. Now you serve me too. You, this is, we all pull together to make this household work. And there's nothing wrong with going to God with those works. But you've got to go beyond that. And let me add this on the other aspect of that. When you are a part of Christ's hands, getting someone to know God, then that's what you're going to be for them. You are their first introduction to God. You are the physical representation of God's love. And so be his hands at work. Be God's hands at work in your co-workers' lives. However, whatsoever you do, in word or deed, do all in the name of the Lord. Why would you do those things in the name of the Lord? So that onlookers will know who gets the credit. Like, no, I'm not all that in a bag of chips. That That's not actually me. I'm actually a very selfish person. I want to be left alone in my house. I don't want to get on an airplane and fly anywhere. <laughs> I want my dogs. I want my cup of coffee. I don't I don't want to get out of my house dress. That's that's Danae. <laughs> but I'm I'm wanting to entice others to follow God. So yesterday, for instance, I'm not trying to brag on myself, I'm trying to show you a practical way that you demonstrate works to woo people to God. So in my travels yesterday. I had various scenarios presented to me where I delayed myself, I stayed behind, and helped complete strangers do things. Um, I helped an uh, elderly Korean couple fill out their Korean form. Um, they, They needed a form to get on the flight and I sat there with them and helped them get that done. And um, there was another situation where um, I was getting off the flight once we finally landed here in Chiang Mai. And we didn't talk throughout the entire flight. But when we stood to disembark, we were standing in the aisle. And um, it turned out the lady lived in Green Cove Springs. And uh, she was she's Thai. So she was, she's come home to take care of her elderly mom. She's going to be here for six months. And, um, so I knew right away, I've got to connect this woman to the Lord's people here. So I chatted with her and told her that, you know, I was here to work with a pastor that's here. And 
started telling her, I mean, just very purposefully, I start, I start my salesman pitch. I start telling her what this pastor does here, Sister T. She goes to schools. She spends her days teaching kids English. She feeds people. I just start talking Sister T up, all the awesome things she does in this city. And so I'm just standing there talking about that while I'm standing in the plane and the whole time I'm standing there my brain's going okay how do I connect you know how am I going to get this woman's number (laughs) and uh as we're leaving we walk down and she had a suitcase in the overhead bin we get three quarters of the way down the aisle and she just stops and she says I think somebody took my suitcase like what she's like I can't find my suitcase and she got we got the stewardess over and um so I just stood back with her I'm going to help this woman find her suitcase. There's nothing else more important to me right in that moment than helping her find her suitcase. And it wasn't about her suitcase. It was because I needed to connect her to the work of God. This woman's best hope is to be connected to the work of God. If I didn't come to, for all I know, quite frankly, the entire trip to Thailand is because I just met this woman on the plane. So I'm not going nowhere. So the stewardess, when she saw me standing there with her, she said, are you together? And I said, no, I'm just not leaving her till she finds her suitcase. And that was a work of God's love. That's what I'm, again, I'm not bragging on myself. I'm giving you practical tips for how to demonstrate God's love. I, I didn't want to be there. I would, I'm ready to get to my hotel. <laughs> but I needed, I'm, the, I'm here on a mission. I live every day on a mission. I wasn't leaving that woman until she was, I didn't know if she was going to find her suitcase. It turned out her suitcase, she just simply passed it. It was just further up down the aisle. We just had to stand there together while everybody else deplaned. So we were the last ones to deplane. But when we got to the luggage area, we're waiting on our suitcase, which, by the way, our luggage actually didn't make the flight. And she didn't want to leave me. But her elderly mother's waiting outside. So I, I connected Sister T. Like Sister T, we took, I took a selfie with her. Like, she's going to be walking out. She's expecting you. Get her number. And so, sure enough, Sister T's got her number. And we'll connect and have coffee later. But the, one of the first things you get to know about God is his works. And whether the works are God himself intervening or whether the works of God is my hands, my love, showing them, this is what God's love feels like. It feels like somebody inconveniencing themselves for you. This is what God's love feels like. And so when you live your life for that, that's what you get. Those are the outcomes you get. And I've spent so much time on on the works of the Lord. Uh, I, I can touch this next one really quick. Another way you get to know the Lord is by people's testimony. I'm going to have to split this devotional up into two. But another way you get to know the Lord is by people's testimony. And, and a reference of that is John 19, 4. <laughs> Pilate says, this is at Christ's crucifixion, Pilate therefore went forth again and saith unto them, behold, I bring him forth to you. Here he is. I've got him. I brought him out to you that ye may know I find no fault in him. 
here's the testimony. I have, I have examined, I have experienced this man. I have talked with this man. I have interaction, interacted with this man. I find no fault in this man. And that is another level of the way people get to know Jesus is by our testimony of him. Our testimony of him. And so that's a, just in reference, just going back to that practical way that you help people get to know the works of God is by testifying of God. So speak of him whatsoever you do in word or deed do all in the name of the Lord. You know, I am here. I am a minister of the Lord. Um, we are here doing the work of the Lord. Just be bold about saying that. That's the scripture says, I would boast in the Lord. My soul shall make her boast in the Lord. There's boasting that we're supposed to be doing. It's in the Lord. Our boasting is not supposed to be in ourselves. Our boasting is in the Lord. What we do for God, what we do with God, what we do about God, what God does for us, through us, by us. Our, we should bo- be boasting often, just not in ourselves. Our boasting is in the work of the Lord, what the Lord does and what we do for the Lord. And, um, you know, when I when I say what we do for the Lord, again, not saying I'm so awesome, but but talking about it, not being ashamed to talk about it. Um, and then I'll, I'll, I'll wrap this up, but have people in your life who testify of the Lord. Have people in your life who very purposefully talk about what the Lord has done. I've got a, a friend that you won't hear her talk publicly but every time the Lord does something for her, I get a text. And I love that. She just says, I just got to brag on my God. We went for a test and the baby, you know, at first they said this, but after we went for that test, now they're saying this about the baby and it's way better. Or her husband's also been having some situations that they first diagnosed as cancer. And then she said, I just got to brag on God. The doctor said this, they said it was stage this. We went for, to start chemo treatment. Like we walked in that building to start chemo treatment. And the doctor said, let me look at that again. And he does not want to start chemo treatment. He does not think that other doctor's diagnosis was as bad as he says. And she's like, I just got to brag on God. How that, what a wonderful testimony. So be a person, be that person to other people. Let me brag on God. Look what the Lord has done. Let me brag on God, be that person. But then also have people in your life who do that. He's a good God. Ah, for time's sake, I'm going to stop there. I, I hope you, you are encouraged in your getting to know Jesus. He wants to show you himself by his works. Jesus said, you have not because you ask not. So ask the Lord for things more. 
as you're getting to know him more, I'm going to talk tomorrow as it turns out. I'm going to talk more about the other aspects of relationship with him. But the same way that that you would, fe- I would anyway, I would feel terrible if my children, my grown adult children who are completely capable of taking care of themselves, if they broke down on the side of the road and didn't call to at least see if I was available to help, I would be heartbroken that they were left in that scenario for that period of time. I want my children, even though they're adults and functioning on their own, I want them to at least let me know they need help. And God feels the same way. Don't think, well, I don't want to be that person. The only time I go to God is when I ask for things. Well, God doesn't mind you asking for him for things every single day. And he wants you to ask him about everything every single day. He wants you to be that child. He wants you to be that person. But then also be his hands at work. Show other people by your works. Woo them to God by your works and do it in the name of the Lord so they know they know who you're there representing. Talk about God. Talk about your church. Talk about God's help. Talk about those things. And then testify. Let people get to know God by your testimony, by the things that God's done for you. Be that person for others and then be purposeful about having those people in your life. Praise the Lord. We'll talk more about getting to know the Lord tomorrow. God bless.